Blog Talk Radio.
Pastor Troy Thomas, I do have the right to play that music. So I want you to all get your Bibles, pen, paper, and pencil together. Uh, We will be having our service tonight. I will be your host because I host uh, for tonight, Minister uh, Lawrence Seabury. He has a prior engagement that um, he's attending. So we're going to just go right in. That's why the word says be ready. You have to always be ready and not um, come up with an excuse. Just because I didn't have nothing written down because this is not the night I was supposed to speak, I'm going to talk to our young people. Um, Follow some examples of my life and what I experienced and saw over this weekend. Um, I don't have any scriptures that I've written down. I just have some that I know, you know, the word of God say, raise up a child in the way that he should go, that when he get older, he will not depart from it. Beat him, you won't kill him. <laughs> that I do know because I heard that over and over and over in my head growing up from my parents. Don't make me pull the Bible out on you because I will beat you and I won't kill you. Uh, don't make me have to remind you the word tells me to raise up a child in the way that they should go, that when they get older, they won't depart from it. Don't make me remind you that the Bible says to honor thy mother and thy father, and thy days shall be long on this green earth that the Lord has given thee. Yes. Then it taught us in the book of Leviticus of what a child should not do, what a child should not look upon of their parents and they should not treat them. It tells us all this in the Word. But I just want to share some things. When we are young, we are like puppies. We always want to play. We want to run around. We think everything is fun and game. Um, We don't take anything serious because we don't have to work for nothing. We just want for everything. Mama, I want this. Daddy, I want that. Mama, Daddy, can I have this? Mama, Daddy, can you do that? That's all we know. Our parents will always tell us that money don't grow on trees. Where do you think money comes from? You think it just falls out the sky? You think money grows on trees? You think that I just have money laying around here like that? You don't think other things go on in life? Because all we know is what we want, that we want it, and we want it now. Mm -hmm. That's what we know as children. But then we get a little older, as my son would say, uh, a preteen. We start getting to the point, we start feeling ourselves. As the older folks used to say, you so dumb, you still wet behind the ears, or you smelling yourself. However you want to put it or see it, we get to that point where we just start feeling ourselves and we think we know a lot, and we think that we are in control and we think that we know the best way. That's when we're preteen, when we start trying to try things, you know, see how far I can go. When we become teenagers, 13 to 19, we really already have our mind made up what we want, how we're going to do it, how we're going to get it, because now we think we have mastered the what we would call a program of life. We think we have mastered the ministry of life. We think we have mastered 
the way we should go about life. I am at the point where I have to say to people that as a, a teenager, we start looking at things in the form, form that uh, we know what's best for us. We start saying stuff like, I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait till I get grown. I can't wait because, like I said, we get to a place that we think that we know what's going on. And and can't nobody tell us nothing until we get in a situation. Sometimes some of us have enough common sense, or as they say, we come to ourselves and say, I need help. I, I didn't got myself in a situation. I don't know how to get out of it. Like the prodigal son is, when he came to himself, he said, I can go back home. I don't have to be over here laying in a pig's pen and, and eating like them, and he just came to himself, and he said he can go back home. That's how we get, when we come to ourselves, after we realize as young adults, young teenagers, going into young adulthood, we don't have all the answers. And sometimes we stay in that foolish mindset, as well as the prodigal son that said, I want mine, and I want it now, and I know how I'm going to go about getting it, or we just start figuring out a way we're going to make things happen. Mm. I'm going to pause right there so you can take a deep breath on that. Just in case you got somebody in the house or somebody that needs to hear this, we get to a point and place in our mind and in the lifestyle we think we want to live or the lifestyle that we're trying to live that we know how to make things happen because we got the plan. Let me tell you something. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. It's nothing that nobody haven't tried. It's nothing that nobody didn't think they had the answer to, and they found out. It's always somebody think they slicker or smarter than you that already tried it, so they know the ins and outs. I want to just I want to just drop that right there. I'm going to, like I said, I use myself as an example because I'm in my 60s and I live long enough to know there's nothing new under the sun. The wheel can't be made again because, you know what, even in life, it goes around and around and around. It's just like the tires that I made. Some have Michelin, some have Goodyear, some have Yoshimura. It's all different types of tires. Thank you, Apostle, for tuning in. It's all different type of tires that you can buy for your vehicle. But at the same time, it's all different type of tires you have in life because your life is going around and around and around. And you're trying it now, something that was tried when your parents was young, their parents was young, and their parents' parents were young, and so on and so on backwards. There's nothing new under the sun. So over this weekend, when I went to Memphis, I saw a lot of young people. And I thought it was two things I would never live to see. Thank you, Pastor Troy, for tuning in. Um, 
I thought I would never see the world shut down, which was shut down by COVID. And I thought I would never see the stuff I saw this weekend. I mean, I understand confidence. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I hope I don't offend nobody. But if I do, ask Jesus, okay? I saw people dress. Don't get me wrong. When I was younger, I dressed a certain way. But at a certain size, I dressed a certain way. I mean, I saw so much stuff hanging out. When I go see a chicken in the store, I go to buy it, had more skin covered up than what I saw this weekend. There's no respect for self. There's no respect given to the people, the young ladies, I would say, to want to show respect to themselves. I literally saw a competition of attention, and the attention that was received was not... um, Good attention. Maybe it's me because I'm, how they say, my old fashioned, my old ways. Maybe. But one thing I know that some things was going on that I literally felt out of place in an area that I, I knew, I thought I knew. But like I told you before, the wheel don't need to be remade. All the wheel gets is new thread on it. Sometimes it has re-thread. Sometimes it has new thread, but the design on the wheel is different. The youth of these days don't seem to realize that you don't have to go backwards to go forward. I remember growing up that my aunties, my mom, even the pastors, would teach that if somebody wanted you or you was supposed to be with someone, you don't have to tell that person. I'm going to talk about girls because I'm a female. You don't have to tell that young man you his wife. Young ladies, please hear me. If that's who God has for you, that's who's for you, God would have told him, and he would know before, because the words say, a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. Ladies, we got to go back and obtain our name, which is favor. Mm. Because I'm going to go back a little bit. You know, it's not a sidetrack, but it's going back a little bit. Before Adam was given Eve, Adam was able to name every animal, every fish, in, everything in the sea, everything on the land, and God saw that everything had a Mate, except Adam. God gave Adam Eve. And the first thing he said, because he said, a bone in my bone, flesh in my flesh. First thing he said, whoa. How many of us know when a, somebody we like, a, a man look at us, I'm talking to the ladies, if, when we hear that word, whoa, it brings that look. <laughs> he saw me. He saw me. 
So imagine when a man sees you and he say, whoa. I just say he say, ugh. He said, whoa. What? What? You could be in a room with a thousand people, but if you that one, you the one he sees. Now, I'm going to break for a moment because I hear somebody on the background. Who is that talking or trying to talk? This is Craig, Craig. Okay, Craig. Uh, could you mute your phone for me, please? Yes. Thank you so much. Hold on. Hold on. I just want to say that if a man sees you, he sees you. I don't care how many get in his way. I don't care how many uh, try to, as the young people say, pull their stuff on. That ain't what he's looking for. That ain't who he's looking for because he's trying to stay on his assignment. But now don't get me wrong. If you pull yourself out, you may fall in the wrong cup. Now, that's another story. When I saw what I saw over this weekend, I said, wow, they supposed to have a swimsuit contest or a swimsuit day on a Friday. But the whole weekend, I just saw women uh, size 16 and bigger with a two-piece on, you know, like that Rokisha set up. Mm, 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 yeah. I'm not trying to talk about nobody, but I'm trying to say, I know some men like big women. I know because I'm a big girl. But it's modesty. It's certain things that shouldn't be done in the whole public eye, you know, not this here, not that eye, but them eyes, you know, and these other two extra eyes. When we lose respect for ourselves, we don't honor God because God gave us common sense. I mean, he gave us real sense, and he gave us common sense. We need to use common sense. Don't dress a certain way and expect to be treated like a princess. Again, I pause. Mm-hmm. Don't dress a certain way and be want to be treated like a princess. Now, that's that's somewhat other women. And 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 I didn't just see the young women doing that. I saw I'm gonna go a little further. I saw older women trying to dress like they were with the younger crowd. One thing it is, you try to do the lashes, the flashes. That's when you know they doing that here, and you try to do the silk front, lace front, no sides, some sides, back, no back. Whatever, you're trying to do it all, and you're trying to hang out with the younger women, and you get mad when the young kids or the young men call your grandma. Well, what's up, mama? Which you, you get a little mad. Don't think they're just looking from the neck down, because some things that's from the neck down, I mean, it's hang down, like it's going south, that that's another story. But anyway, I saw some things that <clears throat> as Older women, the word teaches us the older women should teach the young. What are we teaching when we're out here hanging like you and trying to drop it and uh, pick it up and throw it and slang it and twerk it and whirl it and everything else they try to do? What are we teaching them? 
at some point, we have to stop and teach value. If we don't value our lives, how do we teach them to have value? Now, we don't have a lot of time to go into a lot of things, but I just want to say, no man, hey, James, thank you for joining in. No man really that that's looking for a life to build with a woman is going to pick up a, how do you say, a dough knob, a dough handle, a screwdriver, whatever. But how do you say everybody gets a turn, everybody had a turn, everybody, whatever. And he's trying to build a future with you. You know, you hear him always say, you can't take up and make it a housewife. Yeah. But then at the same time, what's up with Mr. William Ward? Thanks for tuning in. But at the same time, I saw gentlemen. When we were younger, when I was young, and I used to see older guys and older men and even young men walk around with their pants sagging, they couldn't wait. They would get a rope or um, a necktie or suspenders or whatever to pull their pants up. I don't really understand the the style because I know where it comes from and the meaning of it. I I really do, and I know a lot of you all do too, but uh, that's another story. Uh, When I saw men walking around holding their pants up with one uh, belt, Hold, you know, loop on their pants, pants hanging down beyond their knees. Yes, Williams, extension cord, whatever it took to hold up your pants. That's that's how I was raised up looking at things. But they was holding their pants up with one finger, and their pants were past their knees, and their underpants was up under their butt cheeks. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I looked and I said, my God, my and the first thing that crossed my mind was Solomon Gomorrah. I said, God, if the old man, my age, a little younger, walking around looking like this, how do we expect the young people to show respect to themselves? Because the example, which most of them have never had or never seen, the example it's horrible. I, I couldn't. Be, I'm not going to say I couldn't believe it. I just didn't believe, and I just said, God, when we say prayer, we really don't understand how hard, how deep, how much we need to pray. What you say, William? I totally agree. We are supposed to be and say exactly. Yes, we have to be. We have to be because, see, one thing is a lot of young people, we, we know you don't want to hear what we got to say. I'm, we know that you ain't trying to hear what we got to say. But if our lifestyle is teaching you that we kind of lived a certain life and we, with the grace of God and his mercy, we made it through because we depended on God to bring us through. I'm saying to the parents, don't give up. Don't give in. I don't care what it looks like. Our children are not a lost cause. We got to stop saying that to them. Hey, Siobhan, thank you for joining in. I love you, girl. We got to stop telling our children, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing but a, you will never be that. 
We got to stop. We got to stop that. And we got to stop letting our children remind us of something we've done. When they said, you know, we have to say, but Jesus, but God. God delivered me from that day to this day before time such as this. You don't have to walk the road I've walked. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we all dotted our eyes and crossed teeth. No, no, no. See, what I did with my child, I set him down one day, and I said, you have any questions about me? He said, no, Ma. I said, yeah, you do. I said, you got some questions. I said, I'm going to play like the emotions, baby. Don't ask my neighbor. Come to me. Ask me what you want to know, what you need to know, what somebody that secretly calls itself telling you about me and your dad. Your daddy's sitting right here. Ask us. Let us tell you. So when somebody tries to tell you something about me, you can tell them you lie, lie. You can stop them. I'm not pushing that on, but I'm saying to what we need to do as parents. We need to be honest with our kids and say, look, I can't go back, I can't erase, and I can't take back what I've done. Tell you from this point on, if you allow me, and you willing and you want, we can pray and ask God to help us get past the once was, the yesterdays, the yester wins, the yester wants and the yester don't, and the yester I didn't do. We can get past that. If we ever get to the point in our life, we can sit down and explain some things to our children and say to them, I apologize. As my sister Apostle Elect Cecilia, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser tells me all the time, she say, Renee, don't say I'm sorry. See, that's one thing we don't want our children to grow up always saying, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, they're not sorry. Our children are appointed. Our children are blessed. Our children are who God said they are. What you say, Vaughn? Yes, it starts at home. It does. When we can sit down with our children and say to them, what is it you need to know? What is it that someone have told you or you think you know or you think you heard or you think you saw? If you do know, what is it you need to know that I can straighten out? We have to tell our children, I am apologize. I I didn't mean for us to have to go through that. Because remember now, what your children go through is what you go through. What you go through is what your children go through. (coughs) Now, the the enemy don't want me to share this with you all, so he's trying to choke me up. But you all pray for me, P-R-A-Y, pray, E-R, pray for me. With us as parents, could stand before our children and say, as a child, as a young adult, as a young preteen, young teenager, I didn't dot every eye. I didn't cross every T. At one thought, at one thought in time in my life, I thought I had not all the answers, but the one greatest answer. I thought I knew the answer to it all. I thought I had the big, big secret to life itself. I thought I could discover do it and get away with it all. Yes. I thought. I mean. I thought. But see, that's the time in our life when the enemy 
has shown us stuff over here and shown us stuff over there. I remember growing up, I had aunties and uncles used to say, uh, oh, don't go out there, don't do this, don't do that. Let me tell you about my mom. My mom was a wise woman. She said, let me tell you something. I ain't going to never tell you, don't go out here and do this and do that, because I know what I put in you, I raised you. She said, out there in the world, it's fun. That's how the enemy set it up. She said, you're going to have a ball. That's how the enemy set it up. You're going to be feeling like you're the best thing ever happened to this earth. That's how the enemy set it up. She said, but let me tell you something. I don't care how good you think you dress, somebody dressed better than you. I don't have, care how good you think you smell, somebody smell better than you. I don't care how good you think you look, uh, somebody look better than you. I'm going to throw this one in here. I don't care how long you buy your lace front, silk front, or just a front front. I don't care if you have them lashes that do this or you have them lashes that do that. Somebody got some bigger and wavier and longer than yours. So the only difference between you and the next female, you know what it is? Ain't just your older. It's your name. Ah, I'm going to tell you something. My goddaughter tickled me this weekend. He's 23 years old. His name is Deshaun. His mama said, don't you go out here, Deshaun. Her name is Nazinga. She said to do this and do that. And this girl, this and this girl, he said, Mama, you ain't got to worry about that. He said, I ain't finna get married or get hooked up with nobody to you. He said, these girls can't even cook a biscuit. Now, you know, the sad part about cooking a biscuit is they come with instructions on the pack once you pull the label and bust it open. <laughs> In other words, he was saying they couldn't even make a piece of toast. So even at 23, he know he don't want to go home because he said all they want to do is go out and eat. At 23, he just out here for fun, <laughs> he say, playing in the sand. He want to see how deep his shovel can go in the sandbox. I'm just letting you know as youth. Now, we, we get a lot of youth on here, and they talk to they, their youth, their uh, peers. But since our uh, speaker tonight was prior, he had a prior engagement, I'm going to talk to you as a mother. We, and we get out of hand about what our children doing. But I'm going to say to you as a parent, take a deep breath. Close your eyes and say, Lord, show me what I forgot. And when you open your eyes and you look in the mirror, see what part of that is you. Mm. See what part of that is you. Because I guarantee you, if you look at your child, you're going to see you. I, I look at my son, and he looks like a me me and his dad as a combination. And he has my temper and my attitude, and he has his dad's temper and his attitude. But my son, I'm a loud person. I'm noisy. I'm loud. I'm, I just like, you know, loud music. I, I, that's how I am. But his dad is laid back and quiet. He's like his dad. But when he do say something, it takes a lot to push his button. But when you do push it, that's when he gets like me. It takes a lot to bring him down. But if you, you look, that's why I say if you look at your child, whether it's a girl or a boy, 
you're going to see yourself in that somewhere. And you might see yourself in that 99.9%. So don't get mad because it is like getting mad at yourself. If you know that your child is going down the road you went down and you are on, nobody should be able to talk to your child more than you because, see, you ought to be able to recognize what they're going through. Don't say, don't have to always run over here. Now, I know the Word of God said if you need help, go to the elders. Go go to somebody to ask them to touch and agree with you for prayer because, see, it's nothing wrong with helping with one, one or two touch and agree. Mm. What's going to happen if you get a prayer line? What's going to happen if you get the saints calling out your child's name while you calling out their child's name and so on and so on? And I don't talk about just doing it for that night. Do it. The word says that we must pray day and night. Pray without ceasing. We have to pray. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I said, God dropped in my heart, pray it forward. Now, my uh, prayer partner, she said she's heard that a whole lot. Now, don't get me wrong. I might have heard it, but I didn't listen till it came in my, into my spirit. It came in my spirit to pray it forward. See, a lot of us got to pray it forward. We got to get before God and pray, God, help me get through to my child. Help me get through to my niece and nephew and my great nieces and great nephew and my grandchildren and grandchildren. It ain't never too late. Because, see, one thing it is, ain't nothing like a child not feeling like he's, been, he's being sick or she's being sick. When you let a child know that you feel. See, when you're praying for a child or you're praying for a loved one and they cross your heart and your mind, don't think it was your, your idea. God put that person on your heart. For example, I'm going to give this. My cousin Siobhan, I, I minister on different nights, but tonight she tuned in. It was it was not a happenstance that Siobhan tuned in. Siobhan and me keep in touch through Facebook. But when we were children, we were very close. Hey, Minister Margot, thank you for tuning in. Our family was very, very close, our parents. And our parents, sisters and brothers, were very close, and their children we were very close, and their children's children were very close. But now that we're older, we kind of got into the me, mine, I situation. And I'm saying to my family now, before I say it, without leaving anybody else out, we got to get out of that me, mine, and I because we need to make sure we make we got to keep our youth lifted up. I can't be so busy praying for somebody else's child, I forget about mine. What I mean by mine, my Seabury, Brown, Sinclair connection, my Kaiser, Quarter, Sanders connection. I got to make sure I keep that because that's my bloodline. So if I pray and you pray, ain't nowhere in the world we can't bring this thing back around. God said, it's my people who are called by my name. So we got to get rid of and get out of, well, but, you know, I caught myself and I catch myself sometimes saying, well, I'm glad it's better them than me. 
see, we got to get out of that. And we got to get out of just it's everybody else doing it but me. No, I I catch myself saying that sometimes. Better them than me. We got to get out of that. When we get to the point that when you hurt, I hurt. See, I know when you smile, I smile. When I smile, you smile. You know, that I know. But when we get back to the point of when I hurt, you hurt. When I turn on the news and I see the school shootings and I see the uh, child or the young person or whoever got shot over here and over there, I know it breaks other people's hearts. But let's not wait till it's our turn for the news person, commentator, reporter, whatever, to come in our face and say, oh, do you think something could have been done? Yes. It seems like it's such a simple word, but prayer is powerful. Prayer makes things happen. Prayer breaks down walls. Prayer breaks down attitudes. Prayer breaks down evil. Prayer. See, we don't have to say prayer, prayer. Prayer is only one thing. Because, see, when we pray, we take God's word back to him. And God said that his word would perform. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. His word would perform. It would not come back void. I know some of y'all said, well, she just said, oh, no, no, no. See, the, the thing that I like about it, God said his word would perform. So when you understand that God's word would perform, you would just get on your knees and just pray. If you have to stand up and pray, Barnes say, I'm so happy and proud to be in this family, especially the way we pray for them. That's right, Barnes. We pray for one another. You know, a lot of people in family say, oh, they always talking about me. They always put me down. But no, you know some people know stuff. They ain't never said nothing because of the love. I feel like this. If I can't love you through it, if I can't love you through it, if I can't love you through it, what can I say? Now, yeah, I said it three times because, see, it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I got to love you through it because the Father represents love. The Son represents love, and the Holy Spirit represents love. Now, all I got to do is pray and love you through it. Ah, y'all ain't hear me. When we have children that are out here wondering, do anybody care? Do anybody care? I was at work the other day, and this young man was snapping out. He was going off. He was cursing and acting a fool. And I just said, son, son, is everything all right? And he, when he turned around and he looked, he said, no, ma'am, I'm trying to get some help. And you know everybody, oh, I ain't saying that. See, you're not saying that because, see, he looked at your face and he looked at your personality and he heard in your voice. But when he heard from me, I said, son, son. See, he heard the love. I was literally and actually concerned about him. See, everybody already looking down and putting down our youth. But, oh, I tell you, if you start loving them with a friendly voice, just say hello. How can I help you? Is everything okay? You know, it's It's okay. It's okay to walk up to somebody and if you have an extra sandwich, give it to them or extra dollar or something, give it because you never know what somebody's going through. You know,
know, we had that conversation today. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what's on their mind. Just because you're talking to somebody and they ain't saying nothing, you don't know what's going on behind those eyes that's looking at you, those lips that's closed. Because, see, I have a habit. I tell people all the time, this here, this right here, this piece, I got a two-piece. This piece and this piece. Every time it open up, something come out. <laughs> that's it, Minister Margo. We need to love each other through. Every time these two separate, something come out. But we got to determine what's coming out. Are we loving people or are we hurting people? Our youth is in a state that's fragile because some of never had, not only have never heard love, I mean genuinely love. You know, people be like, man, I love that in you, man. I love it. I love it when you act like that. I love it. No, I'm not talking about that L-U-V. I'm talking about that L-O-V-E. Have we literally loved somebody out? Have we loved somebody out? I saw a young man. Thank you, Mother Tony, for tuning in. I saw a young man on today. I was leaving the hotel, and I had an extra meal ticket, and I said, Sir, are you a guest here? He said, Yes, sir. I said, I see you eating a blueberry muffin. He said, well, I didn't have enough money to buy breakfast. I said, you know what, I'm leaving, and I don't need this, this ticket. I said, I was blessed with it. Let me bless you. And he couldn't believe it, and he said, thank you. Thank you. See, you don't know what somebody's going through. Just because somebody's standing at the Sheraton or the Marriott, huh, that don't mean they had some extra cash. You know, they, they had a big family reunion there. He may have been there on somebody else's blessing for a family reunion. You never know. Every face that's smiling may be smiling to hide a frown, may be smiling to hide some tears. Me and my sister was talking today, Shirley, we were talking about um, the, uh, she's a former beauty pageant, beauty, uh, what is it, uh, Miss America, how Beautiful she was, successful she was, educated she was, everything. But she was dealing with issues. And she jumped off a balcony, a 20, 20 or 30-story building. But we never know what people are going through. It only takes a few minutes to say, I love you. Can I pray for you? Sometimes people think they'd have done something so wrong they don't feel that it's the way back. But I tell you one thing. If God can save me, I'm going to throw him up. See, those of you that know me know me. Those of you that don't, imagine what you may. You could even go ask. I don't care because when God saved me, they let me know I don't care what nobody else thinks. But if God can save me, God could save you, and God can use both of us to save our young people. Our young people need to be loved. They need to be shown love. They need to see love. They need to see it in their house, whether it's one parent or two. They need to see it in their house, whether it's grandma, granddaddy, auntie, uncle, sister, brother, a cousin or friend, or just a neighbor. Or if you're a foster parent or adopted parent, they need to see if you're in a neighborhood and you know somebody don't have nobody, if you can't buy a new pair of shoes or a new outfit, 
Go buy a secondhand store. I like secondhand things. Sometimes you find new stuff in it. Find something. If you don't think it's clean enough, wash it. Get, get it clean and bless them with it. And just tell them, don't say, well, I was thinking about you. Say, God had put, me on, put you on my heart and told me to bless you. See, sometimes young people are crying out, God, if you're real, show me. And God then told you to bless. And you may have heard that person say something, or hear them say something, or remember something they said or did, and be, I ain't blessing them. But you blocking your blessing. Because, see, you got to remember, you got a loved one out here. God has for me, it is for me. You better remember, you have a loved one out here. What God has for you is for you. And if your child is away in school or you're away in the military or away because they got the third time, whatever, you better know what God has for me it is for me. We're praying for our children. We're asking God to cover our children. We're asking God to cover our homes. We're asking God to cover them when they're in the streets, when they're coming home from the street. We're asking God to cover them in the house. We're asking God to cover them in the school. We're asking God to cover our family every way he can. Because I'm telling you, the people that are going around shooting in these schools, if you realize what they're saying, they were loners, they were bullied, they were picked on, they were made fun of, they were teased. They didn't have good clothes. They had a mental issue, a stuttering. Something was going on, and nobody was big enough to say, hey, uh-uh, we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to put nobody down because 9 out of 10, the bully that's bullying is bully because they don't want you to know what's going on with them. Don't follow them home one day. Or don't go inside behind those doors and see what they have to go through. Hurt people hurt people. Somebody got to stand up and say enough is enough. People, let's pray it forward. Let's pray our youth out of a place of disparity. Let's pray our youth out of a place of disappointment. Let's pray our youth out of a place of do anybody care. It's sad when a child grows up from a baby or a little kid where somebody fed them and cared for them to they're just throwing them out on the street. Help break a bad habit in a child's heart, even if it's a bad habit of not believing somebody cares. Pray before you do anything. That's right, a mother told you. Let's pray it forward. We have to pray it forward. We have to address God. We have to seek God before we act on anything. Let's stop and pray right here, right now, before we go any further, before the service is over. Father God, I ask you right now, forgive us of every sin, oh God. Forgive us for not following instructions, oh, Lord. Forgive us for not asking you what to do, how to do it, when to do it, why to do it, and who to do it for. God, forgive us. Forgive us for not walking in wisdom, God. Forgive us for not caring. Forgive us for too busy being wrapped up into me, mine, I. Forgive us for too busy living in what I used to do, what I shouldn't have done, what I couldn't do. God, forgive us. Teach us, oh, Lord how to put you first. Therefore, we can put someone else first, God. Teach us how to bring it all to the altar, O oh Lord. 
God, we just ask you right now, cover every home, every child that has ran away, every child that has found themselves in a position they don't want to be in or a position that they're in, but they want to get out. God, give them a way out. Give them help, oh God. Those that can't go back home, oh God, give them a safe place to go to that nobody will take advantage of them, abuse them, and use them, God. God, we ask you to rescue our children physically, God. Rescue our children mentally, God. Rescue our children financially, God. Rescue our children, God, their mindset. Rescue our children, God. Give them a help, God, that's like no other help, God. Send help to our children, God. Send help to the ones that want to help the children, oh God. God, open up the windows of heaven, God. Pour out a blessing that they won't have room enough, God. Teach the children how to forgive, God. Teach the children how to pray, oh God. Teach the children, oh God, how to want to be saved, how to want to trust you. God, send them to the place that they have no other choice but to accept you for being you, oh God. God, help right now. God, help, 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 oh God. God, give us a prayer life. Give us a want to pray, God. Give us a prayer none like no other, God. Teach us on tonight, God. It's a daily thing. We must pray, God. Even if we say, I'm going to pray at a certain time, but we forget at that time. God, keep that hunger in us to want to pray. Teach us how to pray till we make it permanent, God. God, I just ask you right now, cover our youth. Teach us how to talk to them. Teach us how to get to them, God. Teach us how to want to help them, O oh Lord. Teach us, oh God, teach us. Teach us, O oh Lord. Teach us how to go back and say, I apologize. God, put a forgiveness in their heart that they will forgive when we come to them and say, I apologize. Put it in them, God. God, put them in them that if they have to break the atmosphere, if they have to set it, if they have to break that thing by walking up and saying first, I forgive you. I ask God to save you, deliver you, and set you free. I ask God to give us a new opportunity in this life to be a parent and a child a mother and a daughter, a mother and a son, a father and a daughter, a father and a son. God, I ask you to cover. Cover us, cover us, cover us. Break it, 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 break it. Give the youth the desire to say, I wasn't raised like I heard of a God, of a living God, of the only God, whose son died for us on the cross that we may be free. I heard of that God. I want that God. I heard there's no other God like him. I want to know him. God, send the people to teach the children. Open the door, oh God. Open the door. We cry out day and night, God. For our youth, God, please let us get to the place that we know how to cover our youth. 
I ask you right now to cover every child, every school throughout America, throughout the world, oh God. Put an axe at the root of whatever the enemy has to come against our children. <coughs> God, we ask you right now, cover the exits, cover the entries of them, cover the classrooms. God, if you have to hide our children under the enemy's nose, God, we ask you to hide the children, little kids, preteens, teenagers, young adults, adults, older people, middle-aged people, God, seniors. We ask you, God, open the door. Open the door of prayer. Open the door of prayer. Open the door of knowledge. God, we ask you to cover, cover, cover. Cover, 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 cover. God, bring our youth through. God, we ask you to cover our families down to the hundredth generation and some. God, we just ask you right now that every word of this prayer be heard and let this prayer be covered in your Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say to you all, thank you all for joining us on tonight. Um, Tomorrow is the day after the holiday. Please. Don't let tomorrow go by with praying for someone. If they will allow you to hold their hands or pray with them and for them. Margo said, God, be a shelter and a protector. That's it. That's it, Margo. If someone allow you to pray for them, please, or if you know someone that needs it, please pray. If it's you, if it's a young person looking in, if you need prayer, please pray. Ask someone to pray for you. The lines are open. If anybody would like to make a comment at this time, please go ahead and make a comment. The lines are open. Unmute your phones and speak at this time and tell us who you are. Hello. My name is Cecilia. I want to thank God for the youth service on tonight and for Minister Sylvia um, standing in for our um, speaker that uh, was uh, basically set to speak for tonight and want to remind everyone that um, one of the things that our mother often told us was once an adult, twice a child. So because of that and that we're praying for our youth, I just want to remind everybody, don't forget to pray for our elderly because many of the elderly are um, going through various things and it's not just a lot of suicidal tendencies and things going on with our youth and the crime, but there's a lot of things going on with the elderly. So let's use our prayer to pray for everyone, no matter what age they are, but remember the elderly and remember the youth who so many times feel forgotten or neglected. Thank you, Minister Sylvia, for reminding us of the importance of praying for one another. Thank you, Apostle. Like, thank you so much. Is there anyone else? Unmute your phones if you would like to speak. Okay, we'd like to thank everyone that joined in on tonight, whether you were live on Facebook or you were live on Blog Talk. Thank you for the one with those that made comments. Just don't forget, like the Apostle say, please pray it forward. Please tune in for next Monday for our first Monday of the month, which will be our speaker is 
Dr. Serena Wright at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Friday, this is the first Friday of the month that's coming up, I will be the speaker for the first Friday of the month, which will be Minister Sylvia Kaiser. Da-da. And that's at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is our very own Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Apostle-elect, and Minister Sheila Kaiser, Minister Brandon Kaiser, DeMargo McCord. We just want um, you all to know that we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. And our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. But whatever you do, don't forget, pray it forward. As the woman of God said, twice a child, once an adult. Our people that are on this earth is in need of prayer. America, Africa, Haiti, all over, South America, North America, Europe, wherever. People need prayer. Pray for the children. Pray for the children. Pray for our seniors. And you know what? Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Good night, everyone. <laughs>